We're holding Masechus Brachas, Per Gimel Mishnah Aleph. We're continuing on here with the Lachas of Kriyashma, the rules regarding Masari Mishma, and particularly certain people who are exempt, like we learned in previous Mishnayas. This Mishnah is going to talk about a person who has lost a relative for whom he must mourn. That is one of the seven relatives known as the Zion Krovim, one of the seven close relatives, meaning his mother, his father, his sister, his brother, his son, his daughter, or his wife. Such a person, until the person, until the nifter, the departed, is buried, um, the person, the relative who's a living, is exempt from mitzvahs um, for one of two reasons. Either because he has the obligation to make sure that the burial happens promptly and properly, and therefore he's considered to be asuk, he's tarred in the mitzvahs, like the chasen and like even uh, a person who's uh, doing any mitzvah. He's also mitzvah patim in the mitzvahs. Uh, the other pshat is that a person who whose relative has departed, so out of a covered hamase, out of respect for the dead, he must uh, not do anything else besides focus his thoughts on uh, on the loss that he's suffered now, and therefore that exempts him from Kriyashma. That's, of course, being much more along the lines of the previous Mishnah, that mental occupation with a mitzvah, uh, like the chasen, the bridegroom, before he's consummated his marriage to the virgin, uh, is obligated to is is potter from mitzvahs because he is otherwise meant to be occupied mentally with the mitzvah. So the Mishnah begins Misha Mesa Mutalafanov. If one's literally it means if one's deceased is lying before him. But again it doesn't mean literally before him. It means that one of one's close relatives has passed away and is not yet buried. That person is Patam Krishma, Uminatfila, Uminatfilin is exempt from Kriyashma, reciting the Shema, as well as Tefillah, prayer, as well as Tefillin, wearing of Tefillin. There's actually a Brisa in the Gemara that says the exemption extends to all mitzvahs, and many understand these are just examples of important mitzvahs that he's exempt from, but really the person who hasn't buried his relative yet, he's called an Onen, uh, and in that state of Aninos, he's exempt from all mitzvahs uh, altogether. Uh, worth noting that the Din would be, of course, once the deceased has been buried, so then the relative now would be obligated in doing mitzvahs and could do shema and tefillah. However, he'll always be potter from tefillin because on the day when buries his relative, he doesn't wear tefillin. Uh, tefillin are called pe'er, one's glory, and one is not uh, in a state to exhibit glory when he is uh, just having buried his close relative. The mission continues on to talk about people who are participating in the funeral procession. The custom was that when a person died, and it's still to this day. So people who do Leviah Sameis, who escort the, the dead to burial, so those who are part, in, partaking in the Leviah take turns in actually physically carrying the deceased on the bier, B-I-E-R, on a bier, like the funeral bed, if you will. So in Hebrew, it's called the Mita. And those who are involved and required still to handle the carrying of the departed on his bier, so they are also a mitzvah, they're involved in a mitzvah, and therefore they're patum in a mitzvah, so they'll be exempt from other mitzvahs. Those who no longer are needed to carry the, the beer, so they are now obligated at least to the mitzvah of Kriyashman because they can, because they can say it. They can set aside for a minute, a moment, and say the psukh of Kriyashman that requires standing still, just the very beginning, the first pasuk and bruch shem kavod, and then they can continue on walking. Yeah, more on that in a moment, but just see the words inside. The words inside are quite tricky to read, the best way to understand them is to understand 
the Hebrew words saying, regarding one who are nosehamita bechilufehen, ones who carry the beer bechilufehen, those who are their alternates who take turns carrying the second people to carry bechilufehen, and the alternates to the alternates, so the third people are taken carrying the beer eshlefneamita, whether they are ahead of the mita, meaning they haven't yet had their chance to carry the beer, eshlachamita, or those who already are now in the back part of the procession and they've had their chance already to carry the beer and they no longer and they have had a chance already according, regarding all those people colon the Mishnah says the din is eshlamita behen if they are still needed by literally by the beer but by the deceased to be carried to do the carrying then pturim then those people who are needed still potentially needed to carry the deceased on his beer they are all Exempt from the mitzvah of Kriyishma because they're also a mitzvah and they put from other mitzvahs. But those who are not needed, whether again, whether they already had a chance or haven't had a chance, but if they're no longer needed to carry and they don't intend to carry the beer again, then Chayavan, they are obligated in Kriyishma. Elu ve'elu, regardless of whether you are intending to carry again or needed to carry again or not, if you're just participating in the Leviah, escorting the dead, that's a mitzvah all to itself. And everyone who participates in the mitzvah is patur and minatfila. They are all exempt from saying Shmona Esrei. So we see here that once they no longer are needed to carry the mace, the deceased, then they have a mitzvah of Kriyashma, but they don't have the mitzvah of tefillah. Tefillah meaning the Shmona Esrei prayer. So the Bartanera gives two reasons why. The first reason he gives is because Kriyashma is a mitzvah doraisa. It's not the Targ mitzvah, it's a mitzvah from the Torah. And therefore, a person... May has to make his effort that to make say his kriyashma as soon as he can. So once he is free, even for moments after no longer being needed by the by the uh, procession to carry the beer, he can step aside for a moment, say kriyashma, uh, and fulfill his mitzvah doraiser. As far as the durabadan goes of tefillah, shmona esrei, that he can forgo the opportunity to do that mitzvah because he's involved in a different mitzvah of simply walking with and escorting the dead. The other shot that Bartonor gives is. That Kriyashma needs um, a lesser amount of kavana, at least certainly in terms of quantity, because it extends, extends longer. Much as we saw in the previous parak about the people who are up in the tree, on the scaffolding, on the wall, they have to come down for Shema Nasrei, whereas they can say Kriyashma up in the tree, etc. So similarly here, it's a similar kind of situation. There's a procession, there's a crowd, there's movement, and that would make it impossible for them to properly have kavana for Shema Nasrei, as opposed to tefillah, excuse me, as opposed to kriyashma, which they could just stop for a moment or two, or a minute, moments takes to say kriyashma properly and then, then go on.